0: the first two weeks are just horrific you know because you're sore every day you can't get i mean everything hurts you don't feel great about it. you can't pee without hurting like it just (laughs) is bad
1: (laughs) welcome to episode number 18 of the shank cast i know i was gonna say that
2: can you believe 18
1: we'll be at 100 before we know it
0: that's crazy okay sorry continue a
1: couple years from now i guess if we keep doing one a week.
2: <laughs>
1: Today we're going to be talking about how to actually work out for tennis. I think there's a lot of people out there that know they're supposed to work out. Let's let's address that first before we even get to the question. I some people I think are under the misconception that playing tennis is their workout. Like, oh yeah, I'm active. I've I play tennis. But and I think all three of us can probably personally tell stories about this. The reality is only playing tennis is pretty hard on your body. Yeah, you'll be in better shape than sitting on the couch eating cheese fries. Mm,
0: It's great.
1: But the like stress of like on the joints and the collision of the ball, you know, again and again and again, accelerating on your serve again. Like if you don't do something off the court, can we just address that really quickly? Are we all in agreement on that?
0: I think it all, it also depends upon your goals too. like, if you're just looking to get in a little cardio and you go and do cardio tennis once a week and that's your exercise, that's definitely better than nothing. But whether sure. it's going to actually improve your fitness level for well, tennis,
2: I think he's saying the if difference you play between tennis
1: five times a week and you don't do anything off the court to like help your
2: body. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're not you're talking gonna, about your yes, you level. Might, like yeah, okay, gotcha. you sit on the couch and you haven't moved versus like, hey, I'm going to get off the couch and go play tennis. We're talking about probably, I'm assuming like people who actually play tennis frequently or regularly.
1: All I'm saying is, I think there's kind of an understanding for or misunderstanding by a lot of people that if they play tennis more, then they'll, their body will feel better okay. without doing anything else. Right. Okay, okay. And I think we've all experienced that that's probably that's not saying. that's yeah. not yeah. the case. I see what like, you're we saying. We don't now. do something, right. stuff for our shoulders or for whatever yeah. our, pro- right. our back or right. whatever the problem area is, and you're just going to get You hurt. could call
0: it injuries. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, I'm not trying to say that tennis is not a good workout or anything, or anything like that, but just the injury side of things. Okay. And so, sorry, it was kind of a tangent, (laughs) but our question today comes from Jim. Jim wrote and said, I love to play and practice, but I hate to work out strength, cardio and stretching, even though I know it would benefit my game. Any advice? And before we get to our our thoughts today, special thanks to L Pace on iTunes for the review. Appreciate it very much. That helps us out. Thank you. Thanks, L Pace. (laughs) Awesome spoiler is actually Lori from uh, Madison.
0: Oh Lori. Thanks, Lori. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you, it's Lori. Even I appreciate better. <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all those all those reviews and ratings on iTunes really help us out a lot. So thank you all who who have done that. I'll always be sure to give you all a shout out who who leave us a review. So question number one for the coaches today, how do you get yourself to take care of your body? Like motivation, strategies, mindset, specific, like tips How have you guys in the past? And by the way, we're going to be talking about tennis. I'm sorry, fitness for tennis, but also since we are not playing a lot of tennis right now, I think we're all trying to not feel like slobs, (laughs) and we're all trying to like feel somewhat, you know, good and healthy. So I know we're all in and out of kind of doing stuff. We'll kind of approach it from both perspectives, like just being healthy and happy in general, but also specifically like for, cause Jim is asking specifically to benefit his tennis game. Who wants to start? What uh, do you, how do you get yourself to take care of your body?
0: Go ahead, Kevin.
2: Um, I'll start from the tennis side and then I'll talk about how I currently do some stuff. Uh, from the tennis side, I think first understanding is realizing, at least for me, that tennis is um, um, kind of like a sprinting game and it's not a marathon game. And I think a big mistake a lot of players make when they're trying to actually do stuff to get in shape they're like i'm gonna hit the treadmill and they're just like treadmilling it up and they go on a match after doing treadmill for a while They're like i'm still tired i'm still breathing hard like two games in yeah (laughs) (laughs) more treadmill and not to realize that like you have to understand the kind of like the way the tennis game is played in the sense that it's short sprints you are um Moving, running to a ball for a couple of seconds and then you're taking a 20 second break or whatever and you're constantly redoing. So it's all about recovery. And so a lot of the training uh, I used to do um, when I was playing was a lot of like cone work, meaning that I would combine also, which was nice. I'd combine like using cones and like pretending that I'm hitting a forehand and running out wide and coming back and doing that eight shots and then take like I simulate a point and I do a lot of stuff like that for kind of like getting my heart to learn to recover and train that way. And yeah, I'd go out and run like long distance every once in a while, Um, but most of it was about building the recovery in, um, you know, definitely you could do weights and stuff. I I think weights are really good, Uh, but I think it's really important because, and we'll talk about it later, I think I've injured myself doing weights if you don't know what you're doing. So kind of like disclaimer with uh, weights, but it is definitely beneficial to do weights. Um, but it's just, I think you have to be really careful and make sure you're doing the right thing because you can easily injure yourself. And then like the very thing you're trying to do to not injure yourself kind of takes you out for a little bit. Um, so I would say that's the biggest thing. It's probably not the only thing, but the biggest thing is just train like a, a, a match. So, you know, do sprints and stuff. Um, current stuff. What about the motivation side of things? Yeah, that's where we get down, the, the down and dirty. I find it so much harder to train now. Um, when I was playing, I kind of had a goal and that goal would drive me to, I used to love doing like fitness and stuff. And as I kind of, got out of like playing mode. And even when I played with kids, I still would do some. Now it's just harder because I know I'm not going to hit the courts a lot. Um, So I go in and out of spurts and I try to set little like habits. So like I, I'll go through a habit of like um, like I call it micro habits of just getting myself to do small things and letting it add up. So sometimes I'll go through this phase of like, like I started today, ironically, uh, and I did 20 push-ups, yeah. and then I'll get it at where I'll start doing 40 push-ups, and I'll get and I'll usually get it up to where it's 100 because I can probably I got it I think last time where I could do about 100 push-ups in like two or three minutes, and it's super quick and it's like it kind of plays with your mind in a sense like hopefully I mean or you could start at five or ten anyone can do like three or four push-ups and you just start. I think that's the biggest thing. It's just like <laughs> creating. Okay, anyone can do a half a push up on your knees. There you go. There okay, you go. okay. Just start. It, I think the biggest <laughs> thing is. <laughs> I think the biggest hurdle for mo- motivation is um, starting. And I think it's also the difference for me now. It's, um, I used to have these like hardcore goals, so, like, I'm gonna reach this. And since, like, with life, in a sense, for me right now, there's no like, I'm training for this tournament so it's like it has to be a lifestyle so it's like more so getting my health myself to develop the habit of just doing it like it's brushing my teeth and just kind of compounding that over time. And so that's kind of been the motivational kind of struggle and also things that have worked for me to start really small and it seems ridiculous at first but then I started doing it for a week and I'm like ah, I don't Today I kind of want to just get in my twenty, and then it's like oh, I'll do thirty, and then I'll do forty, and then you know a month later it's like oh I'm doing a hundred push ups every day, and it just slowly grows. Where are you?
0: Mm, I can go. Um, <laughs> I like this is so, like therapy. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> you want to talk first or uh, me? Do you want? <laughs> no, you can
1: go. My name is Kevin. <laughs>
0: um. So, yeah, I think when I was training a lot, um, we did a lot of simulations like with combs and a lot of stuff with... you know, run to the imaginary ball, recover back, a lot of things that were really specific to what you were working on um, tennis-wise. We had um I was pretty lucky in the academy that we had we had, we had there was only like 10 of us, and um, that might be exaggerated, it might even be less than that. And we had three coaches. We had a mental coach, a physical coach, and our like actual coach, and they were all three brothers, and so um, that's kind of weird. Yeah. And so our uh, fitness coach was like specific on each person had a different fitness like plan. And so everyone did different things. And a lot of it was tailored along like what you struggled with in your actual match play and that kind of stuff. So we were pretty lucky in that sense. Um, But one summer I decided that I was going to like step up my tennis game. And so I... shadowed and followed and worked out and played with a girl in my academy and it was the hardest summer three months I think of my entire existence um and she she was a great player she got to around I don't know 80 in the world or so um and
1: hitting and fitness or just the fitness
0: no I did both yeah I I every morning from 5 a.m till seven o'clock we were together for like three months time. It was literally the hardest I've ever trained. And I was in amazing physical and I was just, it was just really tough. She was, she was a little on the crazy end and she would totally agree to that. Um, Her name was Tara Snyder. And so, um, but we would do long distance. And when I say long distance, I don't mean marathons. I mean like five miles maximum for, and then we would integrate, Cardio of um, like, like even ellipticals and stuff like that, and then integrate like cone work on the tennis court, and then integrate weights, and then integ- I mean, it was just like a bunch of different things every day. And um, I think that variety really made a huge difference. Um, I think you can kind of get stuck in a rut. And especially in tennis where you're like, I'll just go and run three miles every day and that's going to help my tennis. And it, it doesn't really, you need the extra work on the court. You need to mix it up every once in a while with a little long distance. And again, it doesn't have to be, you know, I mean, go run a mile, like do some sort of endurance cardio, that kind of thing. So although it was definitely the hardest, probably the hardest three months of my entire life, I would not. Like for sure. Um I was playing great at that time, so yeah, made a huge difference. Um, but then I would say um I mean, now I like work out when I can. When I'm I'm really either all in or all out. I'm not very much on the follow the line like Kevin. I don't do the whole I'm like everything. Or nothing <laughs> kind of thing. But I'll do, like, beach body workouts in the morning or something like that. It's what cheap. about
1: the motivation side for you specifically? I definitely have to have tennis. goals. Yeah.
0: If I don't have a goal, I just suck. Like, I can't. I'm, I'm super competitive. So I think that was what fueled me the most. Like, when I was working out with Tara that summer is that I was trying to keep up with her. And she was f- four or five years older than me. And I was like 12 maybe. So, I mean, <laughs>
2: that's,
0: um, that's massive. or maybe 13. So it was a huge difference, yeah. you know? Um, And she started playing pro when she was 17, I think, or 18. So, I mean, it was a big difference in level wise as well as physical wise as well as what she could do compared to what I could do. I mean, it was just, so, I but I had that like competitive, I just want to keep up, keep up, keep up, keep up kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think that's, Probably so. I have to set like now that we don't play. Like I have to set like okay, this goal. I'm gonna work out this many times this week, and that's my goal, or you know, or whatever. Um And really set individual goals for myself. Or I just struggle.
1: Good stuff. Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure where to start. So I guess yeah. Back when I was a, actually a tennis player, really similar to, to what you guys are describing. I, I didn't do anything as a junior. Or in high school, first of all, I didn't have a coach that told me I should be doing those things, and I was a kid, so I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in college, um, we did on-court fitness as part of our our daily uh, practice sessions. So similar stuff to what you guys are describing: cone stuff, uh, you know, figure eight stuff, spider drills, uh, intervals, sprints. It's like you know low, steady, and then like ten fifteen second you know all out uh sprints going back and forth, all those sorts of things, and in that environment, it was like baked in like motivation for me. I was the weakest player on the team, like I did not have the biggest serve, I did not have the biggest forehand, I was not the most athletic, but I was the fastest person on the team, so <laughs> I made damn sure like in all of our fitness training that I finished first, like in absolutely everything. So I know, like, for myself, that that's like my you couldn't motivate me any more than just putting somebody next to me, uh, for sure. So and it sounds like kinda
0: It's like kinda when you're running you on a treadmill too. at the gym and there's a <laughs> yeah. person running next to you on the treadmill. I've
1: never run on a treadmill in my life, but but I know what you're you talking know, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you just like speed it up, like you look over and you're like, mm, <laughs> just speed it up a couple more than they <laughs> are. Just and then they yeah. Push it. <laughs> it's a special type of person that has that yeah. Yeah, mentality.
1: Yeah. It's definitely common among tennis players, mm-hmm. but I think at the club or, you know, amateur recreational level it's not necessarily so common, but All of you listening, watching, you should, you should try that for sure. And just, or maybe you, maybe you think, you know, your personality, but until you like do something next to a peer, Mm -hmm. I feel like you don't really know for sure. It's good for accountability too. A hundred percent. Yeah, totally. Yeah. um, So competitive, like is a big motivator for me. Injury has been a huge motivator for me over the years. Our, my college, I didn't, my college coach did not assign any off court. Like we would do, uh, fitness training as part of our practices, but we did not do anything outside of like our normal practices. He never assigned anything, but I spent time in the weight room just working on my back and my shoulder. Like historically, those have been my two problem areas because I knew if I didn't do that, I would just be in pain. So pain is a big motivator for me. I don't. I don't like. Feel, I like just generally feeling like I'm competent. Like I could just go climb that wall or that tree or jump over that fence or whatever. Like, so if I feel if I feel like I'm in pain in general and or I just feel like I'm not very well conditioned, then that's that's a big motivator for me. Uh, and then yeah, over the years. Um, I think motivation going kind of back to what you were talking about, Kevin, doing little things is really, is huge for me as well. Uh, the last, I don't know, probably six or eight months or so I've gotten on a pattern of doing five minutes, like five minutes of just body weight stuff, Mm -mm. five minutes of pushups, five minutes of air squats, five minutes of pull-ups. Like, I feel like if I can't commit to doing five minutes of something for myself, then what the hell is wrong with me? (laughs) And so just giving myself that challenge of like, you can do five minutes of something is really helpful for me. It's kind of similar to the whole 10 reps uh, mindset.
0: I think kids too, like I didn't mention this, but like now probably like our kid is a big motivator for me because he works out with me in the mornings. And if I don't work out like this morning, he was like, mom, are we going to work out? <laughs> and I was like, we don't have time. Partner. Like, you know, and so I think like having your kids see you and I know you take your kids to the gym, Ian, with you. And I think having your kids like know like, yeah. They're putting something towards themselves, they're making themselves yeah. better. It also kind of just bleeds into you don't realize how much they watch until they
2: watch everything. You know? Yeah, um, for sure. They don't do what you tell them to do. They do mm-hmm. what they see you doing. And I think, yeah, I totally agree with you that um our son is like a huge motivator for me to not for me as an accountability, but to show him like like you can, you can work out, you can, you can change your body. Um, just, it's actually sparked a memory because th- that's how I started. My dad was in the army and I always remember waking up and he'd be it's doing like, like yeah, it was like, he was doing PT and it was like, yeah. what the heck is, and you know, if you're not military PT, it's like, um what is it? Physical? I don't know, Critical training, training maybe or something. I just know it was PT because it's like, oh, yeah. and he had PT tests. So it's like, and so it's like, oh, I'll try to beat you when you do sit-ups. And I, he used to take me on runs. I used to hate long distance runs. But then it was like, I would go on base and then he would like, we'd go to the gym together. And then I started going to the gym by myself. And it was like being in the room, it was like, you walk into the, like the, the machine room. And then you walk into the big boy room where it's like the dudes, free weights, throwing around and then getting to a point where you felt comfortable walking in, like with big dudes. And I went through all, that in college. Yeah, and it it's always like, like
1: football players in the weight room. And yeah,
2: and you're like, I weigh like 135 mm. pounds,
0: <laughs> and they're like 250. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: I'm like but using just the bar with no yeah. weights on it, there's a sense of <laughs> there's a sense of confidence and kind of like just like knowing that you can handle your own weight. You are strong. Yeah. You can get just you can maintain yourself and so that's definitely something I would love to pass on I think another thing kind of uh bringing up with the, um the the little the kind of micro what I call micro workouts or small things for me also that helps The kind of thinking about it is doing it early in the morning I'm an early morning person and if I can do that before the day starts it makes a huge difference to wake up and Kind of naturally, I'll wake up around 4.45, 5, and that's a huge, it makes a ginormous difference to my day to do it early. I also like meditating. I kind of want to get back into yoga, but those kind of things early before I start, I notice a ginormous difference in my day starting that way.
0: I do too, but sleep is so great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a morning person, but I've found that my whole life is better if I've just I know discipline myself. It's
0: so hard for it, me. It's like, hard it for me too. Like it is so like if, if our kid gets up at six, mm. no big deal. I'll get up. Like I, but I am not a morning person. Like I don't like to talk yeah. to people. I don't like to say anything. If I could just stay in bed. That's part of till why like, I
1: like getting up early is because everybody else is sleeping yeah. Yeah. and I can just like do my thing and not have to talk to anybody.
0: Uh, it's <laughs> so hard. I'm not going to lie. It's so hard for me, but if I do it, like I feel a hundred yeah. billion times yeah. better but mm-hmm.
1: I have a hard time sleeping also, and it's like a double yeah, whammy too. for yeah. me. Like if I force myself to get out of bed at five thirty, and I and I work hard for fifteen minutes, then I'm way more likely to fall asleep at nine thirty that night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if I go weeks, you know, without any without disciplining myself about when I wake up or, or working out in the morning, then it just goes into that comfort cycle mm-hmm. of like Netflix. just lay in bed a little bit, yeah. And I think for. A, <laughs>
2: And there's studies that at least there's studies I've read about just the the depletion of willpower, meaning Mm -hmm. that as you go throughout the day, every decision you have to make depletes your willpower. And so it's like they say it's like why you at the end of the day you should avoid certain things. Like you shouldn't go grocery shopping at the end of the day, sometimes mm-hmm. when you're tired because the you just start buying random stuff or the times when you do kind of cheat or you eat something or you do something, it's generally where you're like worn out and you don't want to make the tough decision. And so I feel like if you can make that the first decision and because especially if you're not a morning person, uh, just to make that decision to get up and kind of make that, that ritual, it becomes easier with time. So, at least for me, it's just the, the idea for me, I love having a, um, a ritual, like I love, or not a ritual, but a schedule. Like if I could like, and Megan will tell you sometimes I would totally like schedule out things and I would love to go to bed at the same time, wake up at the same time in the morning, like meditate, work out, blah, blah, blah. That really helps me. And it, it keeps me really, Um, consistent when I have other things that kind of like, if we have to take a trip or, and things kind of get thrown around or different moving of schedule, it throws me out of whack. And then I'm like, Whoa, I haven't worked out in a week. What the heck happened? Then I have to find that schedule again.
1: I'd like to go back to the idea of, I'm totally, I've been trying to think of the word for 10 seconds now. Uh, Accountability. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's it. (laughs) I want to go back to the idea of accountability. Something else that really worked for me in the past was, and I just feel like it's too much of a luxury for me right now is uh in the past i've hired a personal trainer to show up at my house and it's like well okay i'm gonna be i'm gonna work out um uh and i worked with a trainer at a gym before as well i like and again i think it comes back to personality i'm a an obliger like i i would rather sacrifice myself than let somebody else down and so it's just something you kind of have to know about yourself and so if you can find a peer uh to to do anything with you, even if it's 15 minutes or half an hour. Uh, for me, it's a tremendous, like, I just will not, I'm not going to just not do it and just be like, sorry, not going to show up today. Um, so that's huge for me. Has it been helpful for you guys?
0: I used, I had a trainer for a long time, um, like three days a week consistently. And that was the only time that I knew like I'm, I'm, I'm not an obliger, but I will never like,
1: just not show up. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, because like, I don't like to let people down either, but I'm sure it's for other reasons, but, um, that I, I mean, if I make a commitment, like I will make sure that I honor that commitment. And so, um, yeah, I did that for a long time and I actually did it with one of my friends so that we both would go to the, cause it was cheaper number one for us to share the time together <laughs> yeah. and we got to BS and talk while we were doing it and it was fun and whatever. But, um, after a while I realized that that really wasn't necessarily like I needed to be able to do it on my own kind of thing. And so mm. we started doing stuff separately, like on our own and that was helpful too. That's but, just a whole other uh, level
1: of willpower. I feel like, and for mm-hmm. me anyway, I I can let myself down easier than letting somebody else down. Mm. Oh, for sure. That's just a personality thing. But that's
0: why I think you see a lot of people like video themselves and put it out on social media or that kind of thing. And I don't think there are some that just like to watch themselves work out for sure. But (laughs) there is a lot of like accountability in that as well. Like people will ask like, oh, well, you know, did you work out today? Or did you, you know, that kind of thing too. So you'll see... I think that's some of, maybe a smaller percentage, but some of the people who actually do that as well. Um, But I think it's finding something to hold you accountable, whether it's like you make a little calendar and like I've done where you like check off. Like for me, like like having a to do list where I can cross something off the list is really satisfying to me. So if I add workout in the morning and and I don't cross it off the list as I go through, like after a couple of days, I'm going to be like, oh, okay, I need to be able to cross that one off. So you have to find what motivates you.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'm different mm-hmm. in a sense. I like working out with, uh, I generally, I've never had, really trying to make sure, I've never had a trainer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've just never had a trainer. I've,
0: you did group classes though for like a long time. Different,
2: Different though, but here's the difference. I've never had a trainer, and I was the person always going to those group classes by myself. I just went on a tear of like, well, I know what you're going to say. There was a, he went with a girl, there, <laughs> a there was extra a girl, motivation. a little extra motivation. Um, but I, yeah, and I just went on a tear of group classes of just showing up because at that time we were at a club and I was just like trying to do something different. Cause I was like, oh, I'm in a rut of doing this. So I was just, I literally, I would show up at step class. I would show up Pilates. Nice. I would show up. i um, yeah, I would be the only dude. I would show up in every class where like the women are like, who's this guy? I'm like, okay. And like, okay, cool. And so I just never had a trainer. I have enjoyed it. I think one of uh, people might say, oh, going to what Megan but where, said. But what's the core? The motivation drive. is where, yeah, yeah, behind, this is where why, I'm going to go. Why would
1: you show up to random classes? I think, think most people listening, I no, feel no, like, no. You're
2: like, well, that's nice, but I'm not. No, they, gonna, and I was going to go there. <laughs> <Yeah>. where, and <laughs> whether you, you approve it or not, I think um, there's a period in college where um, I just started working out because I, I, at that time I was mad at something. I don't remember what it was um, or I just had, to, I just didn't like my situation in college where my first college and I just started working out all the time. It was like a way for me to, when I was mad, to take out all that frustration and I would just like, like if I'm mad or super angry, it was like I'm going to absolutely wreck the gym like in a sense of like I'm just going to like mess my body up and a side effect of that was that I started looking better so in college when I took my shirt off I got some recognition you know girls like oh dude I didn't know you had a blah 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 and so this association of like hey when you look good people notice and you and it's like a core like social oh, yeah like, in trigger. college it was yeah. like then I was like okay then instead of just being angry it's like hey, maybe I should be work angry out. angry or be sexy. Yeah, angry, angry or sexy. So it became, for me, I always like wanted to be where if I took my shirt off, it was like, oh, dude, I didn't know. And so that was the association. I had a positive association to going to the gym. And kind of like what you said, I just like being strong. I like being physically able. And so that was just a lot of my motivation in college and even as I, um, like at our academy – I would be a lot of, um, I would be the pro to have to run fitness. And it was always the bet I told the kids, we can stop fitness when you can beat me at something. Whether you pick, whether it be plank, running, if you beat me, we can stop. And the kids are like, oh. And then after a while, they're like, okay, no, (laughs) we're not going to do this. And so to keep that up, to maintain that, that was another nice thing because I guess that would be my motivator is like, I never wanted to do fitness in front of the students or the kids and not be able to do, I hate... I hate sometimes the trainers or the people who do fitness with kids or something, and they're like the super overweight person, they're like, yeah. okay, you get on the line. <laughs> and screaming, and, yeah, at and you screaming the, the time. kids. And yeah. they look at you like, well, what kind of example are you? So I always prided myself to never be the fitness pro who could never do something. So if whenever we did like yoga or anything, I would do it and the kids were like, it was total respect because like, oh, shoot. Well, I can't complain because he's doing it and then he's holding it longer. And he's and so that was just another set of motivator that I was like, really, I will never ask someone to do something, a kid or whatever that I could not do myself, regardless of how much running, blah, blah, blah. And so those were things that motivated me just not even letting myself down because, yeah, I could be the, the pro who sits there and goes, yeah, I could do this. And, you, but I don't have to do it. I used to do it or I did in college, but none of the kids questioned me because I always did it. If we went on super long runs, I'd be in the, fr- I literally lead the group of 30 kids running and I'd run back to the end, get the last kid, make sure he c- can run. And I'd run back as we were and forth as we were going places. And they were like, dude, don't jack with him. Cause he can, he can do it. So that was my motivation for me personally is I just I hate that image of someone telling you to do something and you look at them going, you're like, dude, your, your, your gut's hanging over your belt. And you're telling me I should do a suicide. So that was my motivation. Like, I guess a, a lot of different motivations between yeah. a looking good and feeling good and just not letting myself down where as a trainer, helping kids in a junior kind of environment, them look at you and go like, he's just the dude that just tells me what to do, but he can't do it. He, I mean, so.
0: I think that's a personality thing. Yeah.
2: Totally. It was totally. Yeah, yeah. Between the three of us, we've
1: just mentioned probably 15 or 20 different like individual motivator elements. And I, yeah, I think everybody just has oh, to know yeah. like what lights a fire under your ass. Yeah. What, I do what think doesn't.
0: that um, like when you're feeling stressed or angry, working out can be huge. Like I used to just, when I was pissed off, I would just go run and that made a huge difference in... Granted, my dad was cross country runner, so that's what I grew up with him doing that. And so, like, that was what, you know, and yeah. I up until probably like two up until we moved here, anytime I was angered or anything, I would just go run. And so, um, I think that that can help letting those endorphins out and that kind of stuff yeah. too. Yeah.
1: I was just going to say, I think there's like real physio- <clears throat> physiology, like science behind it because. Mm-hmm. It's not only like the chemical, you know, like real, like biological shift that happens in your body, but there's something, I think with weights for me, like weights, I just hate long, I hate cardio, but there's something about breaking down your, your body. Yeah. Like it just brings you so inside yourself and focuses yourself so internally. It's almost kind of like a meditative Mm -hmm. thing where it's like you literally, everything else like outside becomes irrelevant when you're hoping that you get the
2: bar off your chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know just as a, as an example. Or just throwing, like, when you're angry, just getting it out. Just yeah. throwing weight around. Just, yeah.
0: Yeah, see, mine was always... right. Run- but, but then, see, like, for me, because I'm such a goal-oriented person, like, I did a lot of um, triathlons, and I would always like tell my dad, cause he, he ran cross country in college. I'd be like, Oh, I had a new PR today. Oh, I had a new P and he's like, you don't have to PR every day. And I'm like, but I do. What's a PR like a For personal, sure. <laughs> like your personal best, like okay. your, like your, um, Record. Yeah, yeah, I've
2: never run a, tri- a triathlon. So,
0: but like, you know, I I don't do well with like, okay, I'm just going to go out and run 10 miles. I would have to be like, okay, I'm going to run 10 miles in this amount and da, da, da. And so, like goals were so important. Mm -hmm. And I would enter triathlons so that I would go work out. And I would enter 5Ks and 10Ks and stuff so that I would run Um, and stuff like that.
1: Students have told me that about coming like here to work with us. Or like Costa Rica like or whatever. they it so that they have yeah. to so do, that do something they know. before. Like they don't yeah. want to show up and be the person who yeah. like isn't ready to go mm-hmm. do five days of.
0: Yeah. Work. So I think it just depends upon, you have to know what your motivation is. Like I'm very, very goal oriented. You're very, very self motivated in that sense. So if. Uh, yeah, I, I totally
2: agree. Knowing, but also I think it's really important to realize that your motivation will change. And a lot of times you have to reset. I can't. Like, from like I started when college was like, I was just angry and I was working out. Then I was like, oh, I'm gonna p- notice. And it was like, oh, I'm gonna, I mean, so it's constantly figuring out because sometimes the motivation you, or for me, sometimes in a, a sense, like some of the goals or the things that were motivating me either gets taken away or it's no longer like for a while, was like, Dude, you just can't get angry and go work out. It's like you got to do something else. And so it's just constantly finding the trick with your personality. It's like, what's the new thing that's going to help you? All right. I'm going to remove, just because it's starting to become that time. And
1: this is just a little bit of a subtopic, I think. I'm going to remove the whole, originally we we're going to talk about injuries and like our experiences about like what, what has hurt us or what we've done to avoid pain. I think that's going to be its own its own um so we're going to take that out and i want to close with what do you wish you did more of to feel better on and off the court personal answers here for me i'm gonna i'm gonna start i'm gonna put it out there publicly right now i'm gonna start doing the yoga routines that what's her face um that sherry uh i those were great like 10 minutes, okay, 15 minutes, <laughs> like, I can do that. And I know a 1,000% that I will feel better, I will feel happier if I do that a couple times per week. So I think for me, some variation of stretching, but I think yoga specifically... Um, I've had enough, like personal experience for to be exact. (laughs) I've had enough personal experiences now where I make
0: him do yoga with us whenever we go places. Four
1: times. (laughs) Uh, I've had enough, like it's happened enough times now, where it's like I did it and felt, you know, the result afterwards. That's like for me one of my most core like motivations is I just don't want to feel bad. Like, I want to feel good. I don't want to feel bad. So when I can very clearly see the the cause and effect of X, Y, or Z, that's really all the motivation I need to, like, take a step in a certain direction, usually. So I'm going to definitely... I'm just making a public commitment that I'm going to start doing yoga. I do... St- I stretch at home. Um, hamstring and hip and uh, back are my focus areas. And I feel like yoga can kind of... Um, create a routine around that as opposed to just doing some stretches which I kind of like that that idea that's my answer right now what's
2: the question everything else
1: what what do you wish you did more of to uh, to feel better the other stuff I'm doing right now I'm relatively happy with of course like I could do more I could be more consistent and all that sort of thing but generally speaking I'm relatively happy besides my flexibility stuff is where I could where I could have the most benefit right now
0: I just need like a. I gotta figure out like a routine. I go through yeah. and I'll do really good for like a few months, and then I kind of fall off. And then I wait a few nah, months, it's and then it's just hard for me to find the, the motivation these days well, I think, as much as.
1: I think it's important to give yourself like some some uh, grace. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm not very good at that. As Historic well,
1: because I mean, it's not realistic to think like you mentioned this briefly earlier, like your motivation, like what gets you out of bed is, is even going to shift, I think, from mm-hmm. like year to year or month to month. And like what your body needs is going to shift from year to year, and month to month. So, um, I hear what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's realistic to.
0: Oh, I know. But <laughs> <laughs> my, my, I just am such an all in person. Yeah. Like I'm either like I mm. work out, you know. Seven days a week, like every morning, blah 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 blah, and then uh, you just and I really have to get past like that thirty day mark. Once I get kind of past that, then I stick with no whatever longer, super I'm doing, sore and right? <laughs> yeah. And the first two weeks are just horrific, yeah, you yeah. know, because you're sore every day. You can't get. I mean, everything hurts. You don't feel like, great about you it. You can't yet. pee without hurting. Like it <laughs> yeah. just is bad. <laughs> and so, like. Once I have to get past the two-week mark. Once I get past two-week mark, I'm good. And then once I get past the 30-day 30, 30 mark, I'm good for like a few months at least. No. Um, so that's kind of my...
1: That was always my relationship with CrossFit. I was kind of oh, all, sure. all or nothing with that. And that we'll save that for the injury episode. <laughs> Sorry, CrossFit. Yeah. It, it, it is what it is.
2: Honestly, I don't know. I mean, um, kind of looking back, I feel like I did a really good job of when I did play tennis, like fitness... Uh, I did a lot. did a lot of yoga, fell in love with yoga, love yoga. Um, I did a lot of weights. And so kind of like, I wanted to be that trim, super flexible. And I I feel like I achieved that now. Um, ironically, I do want to get back into more of a rhythm of doing weights and yoga. Mm. I have kind of, I, I go through these ebbs and flows Where I hit a point where I've been doing it for a while, and I'm like, oh, I'm doing good, and then something generally happens in my schedule that throws it off, and I'm lost, and then I hit this point where I'm like, ooh, like we we need to like pick it up, and so I kind of hit one of these recently where I'm like, I'm gonna start waking up and meditating, and I've probably for the last I don't know two weeks, uh, generally I'll, I'll wake up in the morning and do. Like at max, like this morning, I did like 27 minutes of meditation or like between 10 to 20 uh, or 30 minutes of meditation. And then uh, I'd love to do some yoga or some um, like um, weight work.
0: I was going to build him one of those bars. I was really, I wall. was thinking about that the other For day. Christmas. Yeah. Remember uh, I told you yeah. we build like the ones the that have the, um, it looks like a ladder and then it has a oh, floor bar on the top. What about. are yeah. they called?
2: I don't know. I can't remember. The I don't know. It's yep. <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah. I definitely think right. for me, like looking at like as I'm getting older, flexibility is really crucial to be strong and flexible to work with weights and, and, and stretch. Uh, because just as you get older, if you're not stretching for at least for what I feel is you, you get tighter, you get more susceptible yeah. to injury. And I've been lucky in the sense that I had a really long stint of doing yoga lo- loving yoga and like it really made me flexible which i think has made like now i don't i just don't feel things that like other people sometimes my age are like oh my this is hurting or i can't touch my the floor or blah 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 and i'm like oh i don't know how that feels and i think a lot of that is because of doing yoga and pretty much stretching <laughs> sorry so life well, is easier for me i don't <laughs> know what you're talking about <laughs> do yoga <laughs> but yeah I think that definitely I would love to do more of it because it just but like
0: but we did like I mean
2: I was doing yeah, yeah. like you we, when, when we were doing it we were doing it a lot when I did it even before like we uh, were together we did I meditation
0: was, like four days a I would week drag her three, out of bed yeah at five. at five this is how much I love Kevin 5.45 in the morning for an hour they dinged the bell meditation they ding the bells and you sit there for, for 45 minutes it was awesome yeah I know was <laughs> awesome yeah. It was it was intense.
2: But I think the thing about yoga that you kind of mentioned also is like there's this struggle within the yoga, within the practice, and there's this constant inner pushing of yourself. And then at the end you get this reward of like it's all like a the mastery hard work. Yeah, sure. Yeah. There's this huge journey that when I at least the style of yoga, depending on the style. Some people like to do the workout yoga. Mm-hmm. I like, I like the, the workout yoga. I like the more slow, deep stretch, push oh, yourself. My um breathe it 's a a moving meditation if you 've ever heard stuff like that, but yeah, I think there's a a really cool almost comp- not competition but there 's a a growth a struggle in that yeah that that part i attract is attractive to me a lot uh.
0: I always would compare myself to everyone else in the yoga <laughs> class and that's like, motivation it's just my that was my motivation yeah. and I liked the workout ones the ones where it was really slow and soft and breathing nope didn't. I got really bored in this because it's
1: I feel like most yogis would tell you that's probably not the way the you should opposite. do it but it sounds like it's, but we it's had good a lot drive, of like, I mean
0: it. you know not that, oh for sure they would tell me yeah that's 100% for you
1: Sue I can do better yep whatever. exactly yep <laughs> Warrior pose. This is how I am. I'll show you
0: warrior. You call
2: that warrior. I'll, you <laughs> you warrior. That warrior
0: yeah. yep. I'll
2: go take my warrior, Lord, and yours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got to do what works for you.
2: That's, I true. mean,
1: that's totally true. Absolutely. All right. Good stuff. We're going to save the injury topic, I think, I think for later. Because I think we all definitely have our own kind of stories mm-hmm. and uh, personal pitfalls with the whole injury thing. So I uh, will save that uh, for another time. Uh, just ourselves, but also our, like our over the years, you know, our clients. I'm, I'm sure we've all seen quite a lot yeah. on oh, yeah, the, for sure. the injury front. So let will save that for another time. Good topic. Uh, any final thoughts on actually working out for tennis?
0: I think if you do nothing else, make sure you stretch. <laughs> like that yeah, should be.
1: Tennis is just the devil. Once right. stuff starts locking down, it's. Game over.
0: (laughs) Right. And, um, stretching can be a huge, whether it's dynamic stretching, static stretching, both is preferred, but you know, I mean that if you don't do anything outside of you playing tennis, please try to stretch because that can help prevent
2: just do yoga. And I say that, I mean, if you don't like yoga, try it. If you do like yoga, do more of it because it is stretching, it's breathing. It's also like mental toughness. I think Um, I can't tell you how many times I probably should have been injured, like twisting an ankle or something where my ankle just like bends. And because I've probably a little bit more flexible, it didn't turn into a bad injury or something where I've just went over and I was like, oh, I just rolled it and it's fine. Just because of flexibility, where I've seen other people that are super stiff, it seems like God, uh, they barely one little thing goes and topples so
1: and I guess I'll just finish by just touching very quickly on the whole motivation thing again uh I feel like there's a lot of people that that get stuck in a in a rut where it's difficult to even just take that first step of figuring out if this is gonna work for me or not. And there's a certain amount of kind of momentum or inertia, I think, where once you do a certain number of things for yourself, even if it didn't work, at least you you kind of get over the fear of like, oh, what if it doesn't work? Because um, you've at least put yourself out there enough times, like for yourself to try to make yourself better. So does that make sense?
2: Mm-hmm. I think so.
1: Or I think for some people it's like, they they don't want to
2: try unless they know they're going
1: to be successful. Yeah, yeah. You know it's just saying? so hard. That's the motivation thing is, I'm not is, is lie. yeah,
2: that's what I was going to say. It's it so tough. personal. It's so personal. Yeah, where you can easily say, oh yeah, this will work for you, but like if I'm really so, bad at
0: something, I won't do it again. Yeah. Like that's I've realized just that with my... our
2: relationship, like <laughs> our difference in motivation, and yeah. like if I tell her like, oh, this will help you, and she's like looking at me like, no, that won't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I it's like it, it's. I am very much like if I am bad at something specific, then I like I'm really bad at golf, so I will not go play golf. Like I am. Very but you tried d- it,
1: like you know, based on I experience. tried it and I know yeah. based on <laughs> yeah.
0: experience, I suck at it. Yes. Yeah. But it, I but, but will when try it comes to anything for sure, and I'll try anything fitness wise too. But yeah,
1: I think a lot of people gotta, with fitness is kind of the intimidation factor. There's an uh, intimidation true, factor, yeah. and it's like, and they don't want to even like put their little like toe in, yeah. the, in the water right. until yeah. they're pretty confident it's going to work. And it's really hard to be successful that way with fitness. I feel like everyone can it find so something. Yeah. yeah.
0: You can find well, and now there's just so many things like you can do at home. Nobody has to yeah. see you do whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can, you know, I mean, you can work out and nobody else sees it. So. Totally.
1: Yeah. All right, thanks for listening everybody. Come Appreciate it. Hopefully yeah, good one <laughs> Hopefully this is helpful. Hopefully this just gave you some ideas and, and gave you some images of like what's, what might work for you, what might not work for you. Just get out there, try some things. It could totally just be in your living room. It doesn't, you don't have to go buy a gym membership or equipment or, or hire a trainer. Maybe, that, maybe that's exactly what you need, but don't feel like it's, it's necessary to take a good step in the right direction.
0: And realize we all struggle with it. Like, it's not, yeah. like, it's, I think a lot of yeah. people see, like, they're like, oh, well, it's easy for you. Or Kevin takes oh, a shirt.
1: Yeah. It's like the Goggins well, thing. It's like, well, yeah. what's the point? Of this?
0: Well, yeah. But we all struggle <laughs> yeah. daily. It's just about making totally. your personal goals and, and working to achieve that.
1: Hmm. Kevin's the Goggins of 10s. You fitness. don't. You don't. Yeah. But what's like, the it's, point? <sighs> Whatever. Megan's like, please don't say that. Yes. Yeah, please don't. She's like, all right. Thanks, everybody. All right. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>